that is not higher ground enough for me. How many want to, do you want to go just to the next level? How many levels do you want? Higher and higher, glory to glory to glory. This is our prayer. Let us go. so shall it be according to our prayer according to our song that none will remain on the ground or the levels that we have been as the month of march marches away we go into april on higher grounds so shall it be concerning you and i and every family represented in jesus mighty name i thought you're going to say amen and amen and amen and amen this morning I bring you the word of the Lord and I'm excited to let you know that God is preparing us for higher grounds and what the Lord asked me to say to you is before you can get a breakthrough, before you can ascend to higher ground, each and everyone has to experience what is called the turning point. May the month of April reveal the turning point for our glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The turning point is what precedes a change in experience. Without the turning point, there cannot be any breakthrough. If you're tired of going around in the same circle, you need to pray at the end of my message today for the turning point to happen in your life. Up on the screen, my scripture is there, Ecclesiastes 11 and verse 3a, especially in the Message Bible. It says, when the clouds are full of water, it rains. 
until the clouds are full of water, we wait in vain for the rain. The word when talks about the turning point. Can you lift up your right hand with me this morning? As I lead the church in prayer, the Lord, for the time that we have encircled the mountains of, of stagnation, the mountains of struggle, of just waiting in line, believing God, trusting God, hoping. Lord, let this season change. Let a turning point happen for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. As the word of the Lord has come forth about the turning point, let it let it, let it be the experience of everyone saying amen that rather than be on the same level we'll go to a higher ground because we experience our turning point in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may our clouds be filled and rains of blessing begin to fall upon our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ before you see this morning, help me look at your neighbor say, you are going to experience your turning point in the coming month, in the month of April. It will be your month of a turning point. Turn to somebody else say, I believe God for you. March will march away the way it has been, but April will be your turning point, your month of your turning point. If you believe that, say amen and amen. I want you to be seated this morning. As you look up on the screen, I, I want you to be animated this morning. How many of you? How many of you are desperate for a change? We need a turning point. If you look up at the screen, you see the circle just going round and round. The family going round and round. Financially, just going round and round. Ministry just going round and round. Relationship not going anywhere. It hasn't become marriage. You've been married going around and around. See, believing God for the children. You've been doing the business going around and around looking for that break. What God said is before there is a break, there has to be a turning point. It's a prayer we need to pray today. May the month of April be the month of our turning point in the name of the Lord Jesus. Which means... For at the time it is 12.01 a.m., turning points will begin to happen for members of Grace Assembly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says it is when the clouds are full that you can experience rain. No matter how much rain you want, no matter how passionate you want it, until something happens, there can be no rain. It's good to pray about some things, but we need to pray about the turning point that ushers in the change that we desire so much. Hallelujah. I'm going to give a few examples from the Bible to set our faith in motion and we'll launch out in the place of prayer. You see how people prayed for things and until there was a turning point, the situation just never changed. I'm going to start from Job. In Job 42 and verse 10, the Bible says, when Job prayed for his friends, it was then the Lord restored his fortune. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. The New Living Translation, I believe. The New Living Translation. When Job, it starts from the word when. When the clouds are Field, it rains. The word when talks about the turning point. May we experience our own when in the month of April in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was when Job prayed for his friends that he experienced the turning point. All the travails came to an end. It was, it was at, at his own turning point that Job, Job was able to break away from his season of disasters, his season of pain and humiliation, his season of consternation, just not understanding. Why? How long will this go on for? Can I get a witness? 
Job sat and said, but God, this doesn't make sense. I'm not a bad man. Why am I still in this situation? It was until his own turning point, he, until he experienced his own turning point, that Job was able to break away from that season of pain. And then he was able to break through into his season of restoration, his season of multiplied blessings, and his season of peace like a river. Someone say when. Say when. It was only when he experienced a turning point. Satan doesn't mind for us to believe. He doesn't mind for us to hope. He doesn't mind for us to pray. As long as he can hold the turning point. Without the turning point, there can be no change. Job, as much as God loved him, Job as righteous as he was until the turning point. I don't know how long it took, but I know that as your pastor, I think whatever you're dealing with has gone on for too long. Can I get a witness? I said it has gone on for too long. Or do you want to? As the month of March marches away, we march into our turning point experience. I'm not, I don't like that kind of amen. I said, as the month of March marches away, we march into our turning point experience in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Job, nothing changed until his turning point. When it is time to pray about turning point, the revelation has already come. You better pray like you lost your mind. It is the key to a change. It always takes a turning point for anyone's fortunes to change for the better. For the Bible says his fortunes were restored when he experienced a turning point. It always takes a turning point for anyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care how blessed you are. I don't care how much God loves you. It always takes a turning point for anyone's fortunes to change for the better. I want to define a turning point for you before I give you a few more examples. You may bring up my definition. The definition of a turning point. A, a turning point is a point in time when a very significant change occurs which in turn produces serious beneficial occurrences. It's a point in time and I chose 1st of April. As a matter of fact, I didn't choose it. I think God chose it for you and I. A turning point is a point in time. It is specific. When a very significant, someone says significant, significant change happens. Which in turn produces a spate of beneficial occurrences. When the cloud is full, that's just all happened. All of a sudden, rain starts falling you know rain consists of drops of water and it just doesn't stop hundreds thousands millions of drops of water until all the field is watered and all the plant grows and the harvest comes in and celebration begins to happen and so shall it be with us in the name of the lord jesus christ a point in time something happens a significant change occurs which in turn produces seriously a, produces a spate of serious beneficial occurrences. It just begin, it becomes a chain action. One thing leads to another thing. One blessing leads to another blessing. One glory gives it to a higher level of glory. Oh, somebody say, Lord, let this be my portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No turning point, no breakthrough. If you're praying about breakthrough, it is good, it is right. But let me tell you the equation in reality. Until there is a turning point, there cannot be any breakthrough. And there are two types of turning points. Actually, a turning point for worse, which some of us may have seen. And there's a turning point for the better. As a matter of fact, because you had to deal with a turning point for the worse, 
That is why you are the candidate for the turning point for the better. As a matter of fact, it is a turning point for the better that corrects what went wrong during the turning point for the worse. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you understand what I mean by the turning point for the worse? Have you not experienced something in your life that after that event, hello, it now looks like, ah, what's going on? Hello? The same way that one happens is the same way your turning point for better will happen 1st of April in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of people have witnessed the turning point for the worse. And quite honestly, they're happy about it. Quite honestly, they're not going to do anything about it. But they are in for a surprise. Because God is going to turn things around by causing us to experience a turning point for the better and so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I gave you the example of Job. There's nothing Job did. He prayed. He grumbled. He was troubled. It's just nothing changed. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Sometimes it looks like prayer doesn't even change things. Come on now. Sometimes it looks like even fasting and you're beginning to lose weight. People say, maybe you have HIV. Sometimes crying. You have wept. And people said, Pele, but nothing changed. Sometimes you even gave. You say, let me sow a seed and nothing changes. All that was not wasted. It should just bring you to the turning point in your life. And God asked me to say to you that the time has come. We have to plug into the right kind of prayer that makes all our prayer, all our giving, all our chairs, all our strokes come together to express a turning point. I decree and I declare by the mercies of God as many that have seen a turning point for worse from the 1st of April 2019, you will begin to see the turning point for better in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God will silence the enemy. Things will turn around for the better. To the glory of the name of the Lord in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. There were two turning points in the life of a man called Saul. There was a turning point for better when he met Samuel. You know, sometimes your turning point is somebody you're going to meet. All his life, Saul, you see the thing about someone like Saul is he had all the makings for greatness. His father was a very rich, notable man. Pedigree is important. If you don't have it, it doesn't mean you can't make it, but it is good to have it. He was tall and handsome. He was Jewish. He felt, you see, he looked like such a prince. He looked like an angel. Everybody looked at him and said, all this cannot be for nothing. Can you feel me? All this that you have. You know, when you're in primary school, people kind of looked at you and said, there's something about you. Who am I preaching about? How, you know, yourself, you look at your life, you say, all this should not be in vain. To make sense. Nobody put so much in somebody and then the person is still here. And that was the story of Saul. Saul was, he was, he stood head and shoulders above everybody. Listen, anywhere in Israel you stood, you could see Saul. He was so obvious. Girl, I can feel you that you know that your good cuts manners are so obvious. People say you're so well behaved and it seemed to be amounting to nothing. The turning point came the day he met Samuel. Samuel said, I've been waiting for you. I'm prophesying now. You are going to meet somebody. Somebody that you needed to meet for all your gifting, all your experiences to come together. Samuel said, I've been expecting. He said, is it not on you the eyes of Jehovah is on? Is it not you Jehovah has chosen? And the man looked at him and said, me? He said, yes. The people that treated you anyhow, they are, not, they are not involved in your turning point. You are going to meet the right person. There's going to be a recognition. So, so they said, now I understand why I was always taller. Now I understand. 
There was a turning point for better. But sad to say, and I want to prepare you, after your turning point for the better, please don't forget that there is also the other side of the coin called the turning point for worse. He got the turning point for better and he lost it because he subscribed to the turning point for the worse. The day he performed the sacrifice, he patiently performed the sacrifice instead of waiting for the same Samuel. You know, sometimes the person that God used to bless you, you begin to think you don't need them anymore. I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. I'm, I'm waiting for you to wake up. Because a lot of people, the person that God used to speak to you, after a while you think you don't need the person anymore. He did not wait for Samuel. The first time he had to wait to meet Samuel. To experience his turning point. The second time he felt he didn't have to wait. And he experienced a turning point for worse. He died a shameful death with his son on the same day. That day, the kingdom was snatched from him. And given to a man who he thought was a nobody. I want to move on a little bit. There was a turning point for Joseph. And if you look at the life of Joseph, he had a dream. From when he was a little boy, God showed him he was going to be great. His father knew. His brothers knew. And then from the age of about 16, his life took a downward turn. Out of no fault of his. I want to comfort somebody. You can't understand why you're going through what you're going through. It, you didn't even do anything. It just came upon you. What did Joseph do to deserve what he went through? What did he do to land in jail? He actually did good and he still landed in jail. You see, Christians, can I beg you, stop criticizing each other. When you see somebody going through something, don't assume that something is wrong with them. If I ended up in jail like Joseph, it may be because I did the right thing. He ended up in jail. And so, the turning point for Joseph took 13 years. Let me talk about this again. Sometimes when you see somebody, he joined the church five years ago, coming to church in a tricycle that we call Mara. And five years later, he's still in that Mara. It doesn't mean God doesn't love him. It doesn't mean something. Do nothing do you. The devil is a liar. You, your turning point is just approaching. And when your turning point happens, everything is going to change for better. It took this guy 13 years. And everybody would have said, oh, it is not possible that God is with you. I was driving to church this morning and my radio is always on. I heard jo Joel Osteen, my wife was there, preaching about the Lakewood church. He said for 40 years, they were in the backside of nowhere. 40 years, I almost jumped out of my skin. 40, I didn't know that 40 years. But now it is probably the most prominent church in the world. 40 years. 40 years. He said, nobody gave us a chance. He said, the people that will never give me the time of day, they queue to see me now. Because there was a turning point. He identified his own turning point. He said, until this day, there was nothing we did. Our situation didn't change. My father, my mother, we all did, but our situation didn't change. He recognized the point, exactly the turning point. He said, it was when they moved to this building that they are in. He said, from the time they moved, everything they did started to prosper. Somebody you're going to move to higher grounds in the name of the Lord Jesus. We're going to move to higher grounds in the name of the Lord Jesus. It took Joseph 13 years to experience his turning point. When he got to Potiphar's house, he tried to make that job his turning point. Yeah. He tried. You see, when you're going through any little break you get, you try and make something big out of it. But listen, that thing is too small for where God is taking you. He got a job. 
He worked so hard at the job. He tried to keep the job. Because the job was not his turning point, God had to send him to where he will experience his turning point. God orchestrated his madam to, to make sure they kicked him out of the job because what you're holding on to cannot give you your turning point. The turning point for, 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 for Joseph came when the, when the Lord jogged the memory of the butler and made the butler to remember Joseph. Listen, if you are in a place that you cannot meet the person that will open the door for your, for your, for your turning point to come, God will translocate you. Let me, let me show you this. Genesis 41 and verse 9. The turning point came when the butler remembered him. From the point the butler spoke, everything happened in a flurry. It was, it was quick. When the Bible says the word of God is quick and powerful. Listen, the story of the turning point of, of Joseph was quick. I remember even this guy preaching, Joel, was saying today, he said, everything happened in one hour. From being a forgotten jailman or jailbird to being prime minister, he said everything happened in the space of one hour. I want to declare that higher ground is going to happen quickly for someone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let me, help me. I want the message translation of the Bible. See, let me tell you something. When I speak your word that resonates with your spirit, that goes right into your spine, I want you to jump up. I want you to shout hallelujah. I want you to give a prophet, but don't sit still. Listen, the turning point is not for people who are couch potatoes. Listen, you have been tackling this mountain for so long. Things have been so tough. Listen, when your moment comes, you need to stand up. You need to say, yes, sir. You need to say, hallelujah. You need to say, you don't have to agree. You don't even have to like me. You don't, you may even get irritated. Now you sabi, but I waited a long time. Listen, listen, listen. When, when, when Pharaoh sent for Joseph, you know, Joseph knew that, listen, I missed it. All that I'm doing here, I'm not wasting time. I am waiting for my turning point. You know, that's why he reserved new clothes. He reserved a brand new razor. Uh, he, he, he didn't go to look for new clothes that day. He didn't go for, to look for razor. He was waiting for a Pastor Femi Paul to come to church and say, you are about to experience your turning point. Because the moment they said that, listen, he did not do what others were doing. He got out of his jail room. He shaved. He changed his clothes. But you need to do something this morning to show that you have received your word. And in a short time, within 24 hours, uh, something is going to give way. There's going to be a turning point. Things are going to change in the flurry of our activities to the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor, say, Oh God, if you want to get irritated, now you shall be. Listen, something is going to happen in my life. I've been trusting God. I feel something today. Glory be to God. Listen to this. The turning point for Joseph came. Genesis 41 verse 9 on the screen. The message Bible says, The head cupbearer then spoke up and said to Pharaoh, I just remember, I just now remembered something. I am sorry I should have told you this long ago. What that means is that Listen, as far as God is concerned, you should have been promoted a long time ago. As, long, as far as God is concerned, God wants you to have been married two years ago. As far as God is concerned, those children, those twins, should have been two and a half years by now. Somebody, you are going to experience your turning point, first of April, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I like those two words, spoke up. The head cupbearer, it was only then, it was only then that he spoke up. The word then and the word when are very associated. Then something happened when he spoke up. Whatever should have been speaking, whoever should have been speaking up, because the turning point is knocking on the door, they're going to speak up by fire, by thunder, by by. By lightning and thunder and fire, they will speak up. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The man said, I'm sorry. I should have done it a long time ago. I received that word for you and I in Jesus' mighty name. The cup bearer then spoke up. Something is going to speak up for you. An institution is going to speak up for you. Listen, an embassy is going to speak up for you. Listen, some people, industrialists are going to speak up for you. Some pastors are going to speak up for you. In the name of Jesus. That was a turnaround point. 13 years. When he was forgotten. Bible says, even the butler forgot him, remembered him no more. But at the turning point time, the man said, I'm sorry. Not only are we going to experience that turning point, some people are going to come back and say, I'm sorry. I prophesy some people are going to come back. I said they're going to come back. Come, 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 lady, come, come. I, I see you. I see you. you. I see you. Help me catch her in case she falls. I don't know what it is, but as a part of your life, you think that they can never say they're sorry. But God, God, God is singling you out. There's going to be a turning point in your life. And to your greatest amazement, they're going to come back and say, we are sorry, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. I may not touch you, but I'm releasing the anointing to you. Those that criticize you, they're going to come and celebrate you. Those that say you are nobody, they're going to beg to come to your party. In fact, they will get crashed at your party. In the name of Jesus. What kind of amen is that? Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Listen, I don't, this, I don't have time. Me, I'm desperate for a turnaround. The turning point means everything that went crazy is going to come back to order. Amen. The butler speaking up was a major turning point for Joseph. Somebody who should have spoken up for you and I will be made to speak up for us too in this next quarter of the year in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You may be seated for David. I'm just giving you some examples. For David, the turning point was the battle of Goliath. You know, let me let me say something to you. David's life was a contradiction. It was a contradiction because he was the last born. You see, what should work for David didn't work for him. Generally, the last born of a family, are they not the ones that enjoy the most? I said, are they not the ones that enjoy the most? Are they not usually the favorite of the father? You and I know our last born. We let them get away with anything. He was the last born. But he was the one that was sent into the wilderness as a nobody. He was the one that was forgotten in the way they came to pick a champion his house. His father did not remember him. Someone had to say, no, 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 you have to have another son. Then he scratched his head. Oh, yes, there's one boy. Are you sure you want to see him? And the man said, as a matter of fact, today is a stunning point. Nobody will sit until the boy comes. But this same boy, after Samuel anointed him, please listen to me. The, the, the man of God shows up in the house of Jesse and scattered everything, rejected the fine boys and said, it's the small boy I want. He said, this is the Lord saying, this is the next king. You will have thought Jesse would change the way he treated David. Hello. If Pastor Deboe came to your family house and he anointed you, said, this is it. Wouldn't you expect your father and your mother and everybody to start treating you differently? It didn't happen. You see, when you're waiting for your turning point, sometimes a lot of insults will meet you there. After the anointing, you know what the man did? He sent him back to the wilderness. Anointing call, anointing. You know, you have prayed some prayer and you know that you heard God speak something and yet your pain became multiplied. You pray for a child and God says, I, will, I have healed the child and the child gets worse. You pray for your marriage and the child marriage got even more difficult. Sent him back there, so you plus all your anointing. And the boy remained there. 
And the people that saw him there will have said, it can't be true that Samuel anointed this boy. How come he's still doing his yeah, yeah job? Let me, let me file so deliberate. Whilst he was doing that job, his brothers that were, they, they were, they, 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 they were rejected, they continued. The father sent for David again one day. He said, come and take lunch to your brothers. The ones that were rejected, come and take lunch to them. Insult upon injury. I feel for somebody here. Life has made you go through insulting, very derogatory, very painful experiences. I see, and the people that are doing it, they know who you're supposed to be. And they're saying they don't care. Sorry, in the day of your turning point, Sholoba, Wagba. Who said that? God bless you. And so they sent him on the day of the battle of Goliath. Listen, I don't know about you. Maybe you're holier than me, but if my father still sent me houseboy message, even though I went back to the job I don't like, and still called me to take food to those boys that were rejected, I would not go. What about you? Would you go? He went. It was by going, he experienced the ultimate turning point. Somebody as you remain humble. Somebody as you, don't fight your battles. Let God fight for you. Let somebody, God is arranging disgrace for people who said you are not who you are supposed to be. I feel an anointing. Listen, I feel anointing. God is going to take the last and make the last the first. Let's read that account. Second Samuel chapter 18. Start from verse 2. I want you to pay attention because there are David's here. Everything around you and the people around you are saying it will never come to pass. They have taken counsel together against the Lord and his anointed. But the Lord will arise and put them into derision. The Lord will scatter them and make a nonsense of their boasts. When the dust is settled, the last shall be the first. Hallelujah. Okay, let's read this. He said, Then David sent out one third of the people. No. Is it 17? 17. Second Samuel 17. It can't be 18. No, First Samuel. Sorry, it's First Samuel 18. Very sorry. Whether the devil likes it or not, there will be a turning point. First uh-huh. Samuel 18 from verse 2. After the battle, the proof of the turning point is what I want to show you. The king Saul took David that day. Someone said that day that very day I would not let him go home to his father's house anymore what does his David's father's house what does it stand for in David's life is it not humiliation is it not degradation is it not lack of recognition from the first of April God will not allow you to go to the place of degradation and to humiliation anymore in the name of Jesus say amen and amen and amen and amen the father wanted to be humiliated in the king's circles from that day I forbid that after I have spoken the word of the Lord, that anybody will be forced to go back to the place of humiliation anymore in grace assembly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a king that took him. It was a king that took Joseph and said, you are not going to prison anymore. You are going to the palace. It takes a king to change your situation when you have been through a lot. Ordinary people can't do it. It had to be a king. JC was not going to respect anybody. He will have sent the boy back 
Whether he killed Goliath or not, he will have sent him back. The person that sent you back to your little job after the, after the man of God anointed you, whether you kill a, a, a giant or a Goliath or not, he is still prepared to send you back. That's why God raised Saul. He said, this boy don't suffer rage. This woman don't suffer rage. Listen, baby, you're not going back to that place. took him that day and would not let him go to his father's house. Somebody say anymore. You will not suffer anymore. No, you will not be humiliated anymore. Say amen and amen and amen. Sit down verse 3, verse 3. So he did not allow him to go to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan I like that. In the day of your turning point you will now find new levels. You will now enter higher ground. Listen what happened. As soon as he said, you will not go back to your father's house. The thing of shame will not be your portion anymore. Bible says, it was at that point. Then Jonathan, the heir to the throne, the prince of the palace, and David, they made a covenant because Jonathan loved David as his own soul. Some people are going to come into your life that will know what your value is. They will respond to you in the right way. In the name of the Lord Jesus. At your place of turning point, people, the right people will be attracted to you. Jonathan saw him and his soul cleaved. As a matter of fact, you know what he did? He took his princely coat and put it on him. He took his sword and shield and gave it to him. Meaning that even before God told anybody else, he had given the kingdom to him. What God said in Jesus' house was being manifested in public by the hair apparent to the throne. In the day of your turning point, listen what God spoke to you in, in, in the corner will be manifest publicly. Listen to this therefore. And Jonathan took off the rope that was on him. There was a rope the prince apparent, the apparent heir to the king, to the throne always wore, took it off and gave it to David with his armor, even, come on now, to his sword and his bow and his belt. The man naked himself. There was an exchange. From the day of a turning point, there's going to be an exchange. Shame, your shame will be exchanged for glory. Your pain will be exchanged for pleasure. Your poverty will be exchanged for prosperity. There was an exchange. Glory to God. And verse 5, verse 5. So David went out wherever Saul sent him. He didn't go back to his father's house. Now his father would have to come and see him in the palace. And behave wisely. So after today, please behave wisely. And Saul set him, look at promotion, over the men of war. The men of war means the generals and the field marshals. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. From the day of a turning point. He wasn't king yet, but a lot of things were already happening. From the first of April... Great things will begin to happen. By the hand of the Lord. It is sealed in by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus name. Verse, verse 6. I'll stop at verse 7. Now it happened. As they were now coming home. When David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistine. That the women. Had come out of all the cities of Israel. Singing and dancing to meet King Saul. It was Saul they came to meet. Look at what happened. They came together to do a normal thing. And God was going to hijack it. To do something. In the day of a turn around. A turning point. With joy and with musical instrument. Verse 7. So the women sang as they danced. And said Saul has slain his thousands. And David his ten thousands. It means that in the day of your turning point, when normal things happen, God will hijack the normal things to reinforce your glory. David didn't call them. 
David probably didn't even know. It came to him as a surprise. A very pleasant surprise. The breakthrough happened in the battle because of the turning point. It was manifested, I said, um, the, 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 the turning point it will release a, a spate of uh, beneficial occurrences. Jonathan switched armor with him. Saul promoted him. He didn't go back to the place of humiliation. He was living in the palace. He became the king. He became the chief of the army. And then all the women started to sing. Kiloku. Waiting remained to happen. Not to just wear the crown. It all happened very quickly. I decree and I declare that by the mess of the Lord, because of the turning point, great things are going to happen quickly for every one of us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May your turning point not be delayed anymore. What kind of amen is that? May your turning point not be delayed anymore. The Bible says, Saul said, he did not allow David to go back to his father's house anymore because of the turning point. Let me pray that prayer again. May our turning point not be delayed anymore. And may our turning point not be delayed till the time when it won't matter anymore. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes if the Satan cannot keep your blessing, it can delay to the time when it won't matter anymore. First of April, turning point after turning point will begin to happen all over Grace Assembly. Will happen in your home, will happen in your family, will happen in your marriage, will happen with our children in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want to give you one more example of a turning point. Multimedia, give me Genesis 30. If it's possible, put verses 21 to 23 together. The Message Bible. Genesis 30, 21 to 23. So that I can, I can, I can, I can do this quick and they can get it. It may be small, but we can read it. Good. How many of you remember Rachel? You remember Rachel in the Bible? Let me, let me first give you her CV. Rachel was so beautiful, the day Jacob saw him, he was confused. He walked seven years, he loved her like no man's way. At the point he married her, they did while for him. He walked another seven years. Can you imagine if your husband did that for you? 14 years, no shaking. Then, with all her pedigree, with all God gave her, she could not have a child. House girl self was having child. The, the queen of the house could not have a child. You know, sometimes, that's what I'm saying about the giftings and everything God gave you. Sometimes you can't understand why it is not amounting to much. So it's a miserable place to be until you get to a turning point. I want to show you the turning point of Rachel. The Bible says, last of all, Leah had a daughter. A lot of people talk about the 12 children of Jacob. A lot of people don't know that he had a daughter. No, 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 no. There had to be a daughter because that daughter marked the turning point for the princess of the house. Listen to this. Last of all, Leah had a daughter and named her Dina. And then, and only then did God remember Rachel. There is an event that always marks the turning point of any great person. May that event begin to happen as I speak concerning every one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, 10 sons were born. Nothing happened for Rachel. The normal thing was sons. They never used to count uh, daughters. They were just counting sons, sons, sons. But they counted one daughter. Because the daughter marked the change in timing. Whatever needs to happen, Jehovah let it happen. Between now and 12 a.m. this morning that is coming for every one of us, for us to experience our turning point in the name of Jesus. Say amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Last of all, she had a daughter named Hadina and then God remembered Rachel. The turning point happened. 
dinner was so important. There was no prayer Rachel could pray until dinner is born. And God listened to her and opened her womb. She became what she had never been before. In the day of your turnaround, in the day of your turning point, what you always wanted to have, what you always wanted to do, what you always wanted to build, you are going to be able to do it with ease. So shall it be in Jesus' name. It didn't say she struggled to become pregnant, to become pregnant. She just became pregnant and had a son. And she said, God has taken away my humiliation. Why humiliation? Let me interrogate that word. She was honest enough to say, as beautiful as I am, it is in my CV that I'm the only woman that a man ever worked for 14 years to marry him. I've never heard it since that time, till today. He loves me more than all the other. He has stands on but he still prefers me. All that did not matter. You know, it is one thing to have intelligence. It is one thing to have education. It is one to have any, but if it does not add up. The day it adds up, she said, listen, I thank God for my beauty. I thank, but today, by the reason of my turning point, God has taken away my humiliation. Everything that stands as humiliating anybody in grace assembly particularly you under the sound of my voice anything that makes you look less than you are any feeling of of inadequacy whatever is causing it because of the turning point it will become your history no longer your story in the name of the lord jesus christ i said amen and amen and amen and amen and amen God has taken away my humiliation. Whatever will trigger off the turning point in our lives, let it begin to happen now, 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 now. In the name of Jesus, may it no longer be delayed in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I declare that because that thing which must happen for the turning point to happen is already happening. April 1st, 2019, the year of the Lord, will mark the beginning of the turning point, will cause unbelievable good news to happen in our lives, to the glory of God, and shame and humiliation be removed permanently, to the glory of the name of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Breakthroughs will begin to follow, celebration will begin to happen, testimonies galore will begin to be our portion, so shall it be in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. All these people were beloved of the Lord. None of them was somebody God didn't care about. Look at what it took for the prophecy to come to pass. It took a turning point where you lift up your hands and say, Lord, I've thank you for ordering my steps to church day. To hear the word of God that triggers off my own turning point. So that humiliation and degradation will no longer be my portion. Pain and poverty and will never be my experience after today. So that celebrations will become common in my life. My testimonies will be from glory to glory. I begin to break through in the areas of my, areas of my stagnation. Father, it is so. We give you praise, O oh God. For every hand lifted, for every life represented, for every home, every marriage, for our children and our loved ones, a turning point in the relationships that are critical. And many of us have breached relationships. May there be a turning point for better. May the Lord, because of the turning point, take us to higher ground. Father, we bless your name. You can go on. I want to give one last one. It talks about the spiritual turning point. Isaiah 6 and verse 1, only one verse before I go. The turning points I've been speaking about are your dreams, aspirations, what God called you to do. But there is a, a spiritual turning point. 
The prophet Isaiah was not a prophet when this happened. It was the thing that happened to cause him to become an anointed man and become a man so beloved and registered in the book of God. He said, in the year that King Uzziah died. Oh, it was in the year that King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled. It was the point, the turning point in my life from being a nobody to becoming a celebrated icon of God. It was a spiritual turning point for me in the year that King Uzziah died. I want to change that quickly to the New Living Translation. In the New Living Translation, it says, it was, it was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. That's where I want to end today. A turning point in your marriage is good. A turning point in your family is good. A turning point in your finances is good. But if there's no turning point in your spiritual life, you haven't done so well. At this point, I'm going to ask everyone to stand. I want all eyes closed and I want you to open your hearts. Father, we all need a spiritual turning point. Many of us have had one but too long ago that it happened. And a lot of people's spiritual lives are stagnated. A lot of people are even backsliding. A lot of people have not grown. A lot of people don't even love the Lord as the way they should. We need a spiritual turning point. All eyes closed. All hearts open. Isaiah said, it happened for me in the year that King Uzziah died. That was when I saw the Lord, how he is. I came into a knowledge and a relationship with him that spanned the rest of my life and made me become somebody of note in the heavens and amongst men. Whatever has to die for us to see the Lord. Seated on the throne high and lifted up. With his glory permeating all of creation. Let us begin to pray. Say, Lord, I want to see you high and lifted up. Can you help me sing that song? I want to see you high and lifted up. Because my spiritual life needs a turning point. Ephemeral things cannot last. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the
That's what I want you to say now. I want to see you. Come on, let me hear you say it. I want to see you. Everybody now. I want to see you. I want to see you. Lord, I want to see you. I want to see secret call for as many whose relationship with the Lord has been stagnated for as many people who have taken a sabbatical from the Lord because you couldn't break through you didn't understand about the turning point for as many people that just looking from afar not having a passionate close relationship with the Lord for as many people that are not even born again for as many people that took a journey to the far country like the prodigal. If you want to see the Lord, the Lord is making himself visible through his word today. I make this call that if you fall in this category, wherever you are, I want you to come forward. I want you to come forward. I want to pray with you. It's a significant moment for everyone. Please come. You want to see the Lord. You want a refreshing, a refreshing of your spiritual life with the Lord. I know you're here. And I know you know that I know that you're here. And I know the Holy Spirit is prompting you. This is not the time to worry about anybody. Listen, this is between you and the Lord. It could, it could be the beginning of the best days of your life. Come in, please come. I want those of you out here to just lift up your hands to the Lord as a sign of submission to the Lord. I've heard your voice this morning and I really want to see you. I want to see you anew. I want to see you in your glory. I want to experience you for myself. I want my faith to be rejuvenated. I want to be able to sing a new song unto you. I want the vision of God in my heart to become clearer and sharper. Reveal yourself to me. I pray that the Lord will embrace you in the warmth of his love. I pray the Lord will put his hands of blessing upon you. I pray the Lord will cause you to experience that turning point in other areas of your life as you're experiencing a turning point in your spiritual life. I pray it will sustain you to the rest of your days the way it sustained the prophet Isaiah. As you see the Lord, you will enjoy the glory of the Lord. Father, we thank you for this ones. We glorify your name for everyone. Thank you for a new beginning. Thank you because they have started anew. They're going to end gloriously. Blessed be your name now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Are you okay? Help me catch up. 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 The hand of the Lord is upon you. He will perfect all that concerns you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you all to please um, take your bags, take your Bibles after the service hmm? and see the able ministers where? Where you want to meet them? On this side of the hall. And they're going to share some thoughts with you. They're going to pray with you. You can ask questions. But I really celebrate what God is doing in your life. Help me celebrate God for what he's doing. God bless you.
been blessed this morning? I said, have you been blessed this morning? Are you sure of your turning point? If you are sure of your turning point, I want you to give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Amen. We bless God for today. I want you to be seated. Help me tell your neighbor, congratulations on your turning point. Touch yourself. I congratulate myself for my own turning point. Hallelujah.